What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hey, friend. You're listening to the Nicole Walters podcast. I'm a former six-figure corporate executive who woke up every morning feeling stuck in the life that I built for myself. But using my corporate skills, I took to the internet and built a multi-seven-figure business showing others how they can build a life they love. Now on this podcast, I share stories of being an entrepreneur, a mom to my three amazing girls, and a wife to my crazy, kooky, dancing husband. I've had a couple of viral videos too, so you know there's going to be a lot of laughs here. So whether you've seen me on my viral vids, or on the Today Show, or read about me in Forbes, this is the place where we can meet, share stories, share laughs, and share fun. I'm your best friend in your head. So sit back, listen close, and let's get started. Effective immediately, I'm resigning from the company entirely. Yeah. The reason why is because I, I don't love it anymore. <laughs> and, um, and I'm looking for more. I, I think the day that my, my heart died was when I said to you, what's next, you know, um, like for someone in my role, what's the next role? And you said, well, this is kind of what you do for a while, you know? And, um, I mean, I know that that may have been just like a quick answer, quick cavalier thing, but I kind of, I've gotten that impression for a while and maybe I'm just doing the wrong job or maybe it's just not the fit, but it's just, I'm driven, you know, like I really, it's not just about money for me. You know, I have more motivations behind me. And in the meantime, I've established a business for myself outside of this, you know, and I'm super successful and I have great opportunities and, um, I just don't feel like I'm being fed in this company and I don't feel valued. And I learned a lot though. That's the other thing too, is I learned so much in this role and i and I love the company. That's the part that's hard. It's just that I'm not sure if there's like an alignment of future trajectory. So I'm going to work for myself. I'm promoting myself to work for myself. And just like that, I quit my job. <laughs> that's right. My six figure corporate job where I had an office, business cards, first class flights, and all the security in the world. I let go of it just as quickly, live online in front of 10,000 people. And what's crazy is I was scared, I was nervous, I was frightened, but I was ready. Have you ever been in a position where you just know that it is time? And I knew that if I'd waited one more day, that it'd be one day too long. So to sort of take you back to move you forward, I want you to understand that in the present culture of online digital entrepreneurship and 
honestly, just the world of hustle where things like Shark Tank are super popular and people are pitching their ideas and you kind of see that thing all over the internet. And we have those motivational quotes that are always going around about hustle hard and, uh, you know, don't sacrifice your security to make it work. I want to make it very clear that as inspiring as a quit day can sound like, that I was ready that I'd planned, that I'd prepared, that I had money in the bank and that I saved. And I want to throw out as caveat to any of you still working that nine to five job or happy in your nine to five job that entrepreneurship is not for everyone. And it's okay if it's not for you. And I want to say that because want to make sure that as inspiring as all of this can sound, that you understand that I sure enough have my moments where I miss my paid time off. And you better believe that not having to pay for my own health insurance is a, is a heck of a blessing. So <laughs> I don't want anyone thinking that I'm out here selling entrepreneurship as the ultimate answer. But I do want to let you know that I believe in having a backup plan. I do believe in having a side hustle. I do believe in having some extra cash in the bank account that isn't reliant on your regular paycheck so that you have breathing room. I am a big believer in having a plan B. So that said, back to my quit day. Prior to that moment, that big buildup where I pick up the phone and I'm talking to my boss and and I'm having this conversation going back and forth, well, I built a place to go. So that's a huge, huge factor that a lot of people miss I didn't just do this randomly because I finally got sick of it. I didn't do this randomly because I got that email and I tired, I was tired of writing, you know, see per the attachment below. You know, I didn't have one of those moments. The reason that I quit my job was because I just made $11,000 in just three weeks by providing corporate solution answers, consulting services to people just like me and just like my corporate clients that were already seeking help. And I'd proven and validated my business idea, and I had a waiting roster of clients. So it wasn't that I was quitting my job so much as it was that I was hiring myself. Now, prior to that moment, another thing that I'd done was I'd taken off three days and I call this my self-care sabbatical. And I do this once about every quarter where I take three days off and I use that time to be nothing to no one. So what does that mean? (laughs) It means that I go someplace where I'm not obligated to anything and my food's going to be prepared for me and I am just going to have time to reflect on what it is that I want to do and not be obligated to anything. And it often includes me, uh, if you guys have ever followed any of my social or if you see anything, it's usually when I'm in like Mexico or Jamaica and I don't have the kids with me and I don't have my husband with me and I literally am nobody's Nicole or mom or baby or wife or mentor or anything. It is my quiet reflection time for me to listen, pray, get guidance from God and to truly absorb and be grateful for the opportunity to do so, but also to really reflect on what is it that I want in this quiet moment. So to prepare myself for my quit day, it wasn't just planning, orchestrating, structuring, saving money and getting new clients. It was also being still. It was taking time to truly listen and determine where I wanted to be. And these three days happened in the hotel room, the same hotel room where I quit. You don't have to go to Mexico to get your your peace and quiet and your focus. You can book a double tree and right down the street using your Groupon and take a few minutes to not get out of bed or to just order some food or to sit in the tub or to write out some notes. But that quiet, uninterrupted time is a necessary thing for everyone. And it was the precursor to this big quit day moment. Now, 
Let me tell you a little bit about what happened immediately after I got off that call. So sure, I was excited. It was a real rev up. My phone was going off. It was crazy. Text messages. I mean, what you didn't see was while I was holding my phone to my face and I was going live, I was getting pop-up notifications like crazy. Friends of family members saying, Nicole, what are you doing? People who were mentors and support systems saying, this is the most insane thing I have ever heard of. Nicole, you can't be serious. You are not about to do it. You're burning a bridge behind you. Who does this? Who quits their job live on the internet for everyone to see? Well, burning my bridge doesn't matter much if I don't plan on going back across it. I was leaving this behind me because I wasn't turning back. I was fully committed to moving forward and stepping into my purpose. But the minute after I got off that phone call, that excitement was too much to bear. I remember putting my phone down and kind of walking into a different part of the hotel room and just kind of looking around and thinking to myself, well, I'm an entrepreneur, but now what? What comes next? And I knew that I had responsibilities. I knew that I had a job to do. I knew that I had emails to send and things to check out, products to launch and people to serve. But in that exact moment, it was just kind of overwhelming because I realized that I spent so much time building up to this moment. And now that it was here, I was just kind of like, all right, this is who you are and you better be ready to take it because if it doesn't work out, it's all on you. And I think that that is what keeps a lot of us from stepping into that quit day moment, if it is indeed time, that imposter syndrome, right? And if you haven't heard of imposter syndrome, it is something that I talk about frequently because a lot of people are affected by it. So I just want to touch on it here if it's new to you. Imposter syndrome is the failure and inability to recognize your own success because of your past, your upbringing, or what society may have told you. Imposter syndrome is that feeling you get when you say to yourself, I'm not worthy of this moment. It's that feeling when you say to yourself, I don't know if I can launch this. I don't know if I am truly going to have my success and deserve my success because people like me tend not to get success like this or or I'm just lucky that this even happened. Or when someone gives you a compliment and you shy away and you say, well, this old thing, I just lucked out or it was on sale. You know what? All you're doing is diminishing giving yourself the credit that you deserve because nobody gets to where they are by accident. You are a sum of your experiences, work, and effort that you put out. And imposter syndrome is this lie that tells you that you don't deserve what you have and that the things that happen to you are by accident. And it forces you to minimize the amount of work you put in and thus think that you should be more afraid of the future because you're forgetting that you're coming to that future with all the things you've learned in your past. So imposter syndrome told me, are you really going to be able to do this thing? And it was scary. But what was great was I acted through that fear and I still got to that quit day. And the reality was that I knew that because I'd grown up poor, because of my past and having to work to overcome crazy things, I knew that I had a few things going for me. And some of these things might sound familiar to you as well. I was used to living without a safety net. I knew that even if I didn't make this entrepreneurship thing work, that I had no problem going back to corporate. Oftentimes, whenever we have a quit day or we quit our job, we think that that's the end all be all. We act like we can't go back. Well, there's one thing I would love for all of you to reflect on. Those of you who are thinking about a quit day, is the job that you have now the only job that you've ever had? Probably not. Is the job that you are working now the best job you've ever had? Maybe. Did you know that you were going to get this job 
when you had your job three jobs ago, two jobs ago, one job ago? Probably not. So if all those things are true, doesn't it mean that if you took a year, three months, six months to invest in yourself, invest in your dream and not work towards someone else's dream, that maybe you could probably get another job? Yeah, it's probably true. And once I realized and acknowledged and accepted that fact that I could always go back, well, guess what? Hiring myself didn't seem so scary. And on top of all that, I had this thing, this thing that was forged inside of me during the many years of riding around with my dad in his cab as a taxi driver in D.C. We used to take fares after school when he would pick me up and we would drive through these city streets looking at monuments and massive glass buildings filled with lobbyists that are moving every single thing in our business. And he would say to me, my dad would say to me things like, my daughter, <laughs> my parents are from Ghana, West Africa, if you haven't noticed. So uh, they often will make appearances in uh, my stories because uh, they, they had a lot of wise things and they also had a lot of, of African parent judgments. <laughs> so my dad would say to me in the cab, you know, my daughter, you have two choices. You can either work inside a building, cleaning inside of one, or you can have your name on the outside of the building. <laughs> and you know, he was right. In driving around and looking at these buildings, I realized that the thing that differentiated me from most people, aside from the fact that I was a poor brown girl growing up in a big fancy DC city, and aside from the fact that I, I may not have had much by way of parents who had fancy degrees or big houses, but I had work ethic. My parents knew how to work and I knew how to show up. And there was nothing that anyone could do, no check that could be written that could outwork me. If I was going to show up, I was going to show out. And I bet the odds are that you're a lot like me that way. That if the opportunity came, if you knew that you had to put food on the table, if you knew that your kids are looking at you in need, you would make it happen. And if you bring that same fire to your own business and your own purpose, well, guess what? <laughs> Amazing things can happen. And that was something that I was certain of. I can make a way out of no way. Now, let me tell the truth here. Let me take a moment to pause and say, hey, you know what? When you decide to have a quit day, when you decide that you are going to commit yourself fully to pursuing your purpose, well, uh, there are more people that are involved than just you. So right after I quit my job, my husband, of course, was involved and he knew that this was coming and I'd spoken to him about it and he gave me his stamp of approval and okay. And my kids were cheering me on, which was great, but... They're the people that you you know that you're going to have to talk to about it that may not think it's great. Your friends, your family, your parents. And right after that, I had to go tell my parents. I had to say to them, look, I quit my job and I, I got to talk to you about this. So I ran there and I got to tell you, I was on an entrepreneur high. I was like, I'm going to visit my parents. I'm going to let them know all this stuff. I am an entrepreneur now. It's a big deal. I'm doing my thing. So I walk in and I'm like, and I just want to set the page for you. So my parents live in this apartment building in uh, Washington, D.C. And I go to visit them and my parents are always pretty excited to see me, especially because I had managed to get the fancy job with the corner office and the business cards. Now, in Ghanaian culture... In, in this culture, and it's common across most of Africa, your parents really give you a lot of options when you decide that you want to uh, become a professional if they're raising you in America. And they usually give you the options of either being a doctor or a lawyer. 
<laughs> these are the two choices that you have if you really want to bring pride to your family, right? Uh, they have a, a specific course that they expect you to take. And I went to my parents and I, I already knew I'd let them down by becoming a corporate executive. But either way, I'm, they were pretty proud that I was taking care of myself and bringing in a big fancy salary. So I wasn't sure how they were going to take it when I told them that I'd managed to make entrepreneurship work for me. And I definitely wasn't sure how they were going to take it when they found out I had a quit day. So I walk in and I tell my parents I've got great news. Mom, dad, I've got huge news. I'm so excited about it. And they're like, my daughter, my daughter, what is this one? What is this news you have for me? <laughs> and I said, mom, dad, I did it. I'm an entrepreneur. I stepped into my purpose and I am working for myself. You did what? Oh, mom, it's great. You don't understand. I just quit my job, laptop lifestyle, living my best life. Oh my gosh, it's so great. Work from home. Hashtag all the hashtags. <laughs> oh, oh, my daughter, which one is this one? Entrepreneurship. Which one is it that you are talking about? Oh, yeah. So so it's great. You don't understand, guys. Like I get to work from home. I get to, you know, spend more time with the kids. Like it's really, really great. But my daughter, so when when do you receive paycheck? Oh, well, you know, entrepreneurship is kind of different because like you get your paycheck, like it comes and it goes, like you may not know because it comes and it goes, like, like it fluctuates. Eh, my daughter, eh? So where do you go to work? Like where, where is your new office? Oh no, I don't actually have an office because I work from home now because girls, mm, you know, my daughter, I, I have to ask you, I have to say this one, eh? Yeah, no, dad, no, sure. So you are telling me you don't have office. You're also telling me you don't know when you are going to get paid. So my daughter, what this says to me is that you are also unemployed. <laughs> you know, it's crazy because they're right. They were right. I mean, basically, if you aren't working and you don't have a plan, you are basically unemployed. And I knew that if I didn't hustle that they wouldn't be wrong about any of it. Because if I don't know when my paychecks are coming in and if I don't make it happen, then then it's true. I'm, a, I'm on a fast road to no coins. So it was funny to hear them say it, but I knew they were just worried. And that was when I decided to hustle. I decided to launch this program called 1K One Day Academy. And this is a wildly popular course. It's the thing that I'm pretty much known for in this entrepreneur space. And it's a course that I created where I show all of the corporate strategies that I used in the boardroom for years to do business development, product development, and sales for multi-billion dollar corporations. And I'd spent months before this, before my quit day, synthesizing these strategies down to make them easy for everyday entrepreneurs and new entrepreneurs to use and apply so they can skip the learning curve and actually build a business that's successful. And I knew that if I could get this thing launched, if I could get people impacted, that I would actually end up making great money. So I had to launch this thing. And I did. From the vanity table of my bathroom, just a month later, I launched my course, 1K One Day Academy, for the very first time. And in just four minutes, it sold out. I made $53,000 in my beta launch. And I took this small community, this small group of people that trusted me, that had been watching my journey online the entire time, 
and I continued to serve them. I showed up every day. I taught them everything that I knew about corporate business, and I made sure to plug the holes in their business so they could see profitability and real change. And after that, I launched it again, and I launched it again. And within just 18 months, 1K One Day alone in my business had grown to a seven-figure program. And now, three years later, 1K One Day Academy has created over 11 millionaires and countless six figureers. <laughs> and it's great to know that we've changed lives that way because it certainly has changed my life. But more than anything, the reason I quit my job was because now I get to do something every day that pays school fees and creates vacations. It pays people's mortgages. It fills my soul. And all this happened because I stepped up. And if I hadn't had a quit day, none of these things would have ever happened. So if there's anything that I want you to take from this particular story, it's that your provision resides in your purpose. If you're saying to yourself, I don't know what I've been placed on this earth to do, and I definitely don't know if I'll ever get paid to do that thing, understand that as soon as you align with your why, the rest will come. But before any of that can happen, I want you to know that there is one more thing that I did consistently. This one attribute, this trait, this ability, this task, this principle was probably the most important transformative thing that absolutely altered the course of my business. I never would have become a millionaire quickly if I hadn't been sure to do this thing every single day. In our next episode, I'll tell you exactly what that is and how you can start now. Thanks so much for listening, friend. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to NicoleWalters.com. I'd love for us to stay in touch. So make sure you drop your email address so I can send you inspiration, business details, and the occasional funny story. And because I'm so generous, there might even be a selfie in the mix. (laughs) Thanks again. Make sure you subscribe and come back soon.